0: Welcome to Episode 9 of the Future Firm Accounting Podcast, the place where you can learn about how to modernize your firm and keep it on the cutting edge. I'm your host, Ryan Lozanis, and today's episode is sponsored by WorkLayer, a work routing tool that makes efficiency a breeze. Connect the right tasks to the right people, analyze metrics and data in real time, and get great work done faster, all in one platform. And today, I have the pleasure of speaking with WorkLayer's CEO. Ricky Lavinia about how the platform is currently helping accounting firms grow and reduce costs. Previously, I've highlighted WorkLayer in one of my free weekly emails that curates the most cutting-edge content for your firm, as I thought their platform looked a lot like the Uber of the accounting world, and that particular email received a ton of interest. If you're interested in signing up for one of my free weekly emails, head on over to www.futurefirm.co slash top5. Because of the interest received from that one email, I'm keen to talk to Ricky today about what WorkLayer does, how it's currently helping firms easily add capacity, and his views on the Uberization of accounting. So let's dive right in. Ricky, thanks a lot for being here today.
1: Thanks for having me, Ryan.
0: Awesome. So why don't we dive right in? And why don't I think you're CEO of um, two different companies, TaxFile and WorkLayer. Uh, before we get to WorkLayer, um, maybe you can tell me a little bit about TaxFile. What is TaxFile exactly?
1: Yeah, well, they're, they're actually the same company. It's just uh, we like to distinguish our, our two different products. So one, one product is TaxFile, which is essentially the Uber of the tax world, uh, where we have 2,000 CPAs and IRS-enrolled agents on our platform ready to do tax work either for individuals uh, or for onshored. Uh, tax work for CPA firms, okay, um, and the other product is WorkLayer. WorkLayer is uh, a, as you put a, a, a routing tool, and um, kind of like a command module, if you will, uh, for a CPA firm. So that's more of like a, uh, a software license.
0: Okay, and and TaxFile started before WorkLayer, if I understand correctly.
1: Correct. We started TaxFile back in two thousand fifteen.
0: Okay. Um, and you said there's about um, 2,000 professionals on the tax file platform, 2,000 like tax profession- professionals?
1: Yeah. Everyone has to have a uh, active PTIN and valid CPA or IRS enrolled agent license um, uh, for the tax year. And currently we're at 2,000.
0: Okay, cool. Um, and with regards to tax file, you you mentioned it's like the Uber of the accounting world. Um, is that like are firms using tax file or is that more of a B2c type approach um, or, or are firms using tax file as well?
1: No, definitely. We have um, uh, definitely have firms signed up to it. Uh, I believe we're just uh, around 40 firms uh, to date. Um, but there is a consumer application as well. so, similar to the H&R Block app. If someone wants to go on to uh, the app store and download tax file, they could get their taxes done via a pro. Uh, but we do have a, a B2B solution for CPA firms that has been quite popular and successful for the past couple of years, where a firm looking to either increase margins or uh, their supply or increase their supply without having to pay recruiting fees. And, you know, I'm getting into this uh, busy season pinch, so mm-hmm. to speak um, they could come to us and, and then we set them up with their own curated space, uh, with, you know, anything from two CPAs to, you know, a thousand CPAs.
0: What, so, um, tax file and work layer, they both kind of work together. Maybe you can describe the dynamic between those two products then.
1: Yeah. So, uh, work layer is the platform that, that it all operates off of. Mm-hmm. And anytime we attach our gig economy to it and do tax work, we call it tax file. <laughs> Pretty simple. Um, so our larger firms, we work with one of their big four. Uh, you know, they don't really uh, leverage our gig economy,, mm-hmm. uh, but they do license our product. so that's uh, that's uh, that's what we call work right.
0: Okay. so work layer is where work is maybe requested, work is routed, and tax file, that's where you have, you know those two thousand professionals that are able to, you know, do tax returns and a ver- variety of other kinds of work. Is that right? That is correct. Okay. Um, and why did you start WorkLayer then? Like, how did that? How did that come about? What, what What were some of the problems that you were solving there?
1: Well, it actually didn't. That's funny. You mentioned problems. It didn't come out of a problem. Um, it came out of a solution. So we built WorkLayer to manage our on-demand workforce um, a few years ago. Uh, we were managing about, let's call it 25,000 users uh, with about five people. Mm-hmm. Wow. And the platform that we built to manage this uh, user base was, was WorkLayer. And similar to some other startup stories you've probably have heard, you know, it's it's not really a pivot, but it's an add-on. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's an add-on product that came out of, you know, uh, left field, so to speak. Right. So uh, we said, hey, this could be great in the hands of some CPA firms that are looking to you know, dynamically change, uh, or increase efficiencies and change the way they're, you know, they're kind of, uh, running work internally. Maybe if they want to move off the hourly billing antiquated system of budgets to actuals, mm-hmm. uh, or if they have a shop overseas, you know, we're working with a lot of, uh, mid-level CPA firms that are setting up, uh, their outsourcing centers in India or Argentina. And, uh, WorkLayer is a great tool that they use to drive adoption. It's a great tool to put in front of their partners and managers uh, to uh, make requests. It works just like uh, Uber, as mm-hmm. you mentioned. Uh, you could you answer some questions, you get a price quote in this uh, in this in this example, you get an hours quote, how many hours mm-hmm. it will take, and then that gets shipped off, uh, t- obviously to the sh- service center, and then mm-hmm. they fulfill it. And any partner within the firm could track in real time. We have out-of-the-box data analytics and uh, data visualization. Um, so any KPI you you, you want to track, and uh, from from star rating feedback for you know feedback on individuals and performance to uh, the amount of hours it took to get something done, uh, and in between. So
0: what's the typical firm profile that's signing up with your service?
1: So right now they're larger firms. Um, you know the contracts. Are more of the enterprise mm-hmm. side. Uh, but, you know, within the next year or so, we're going to make a push that, you know, we just want firms that have multiple offices or uh, a remote workforce, which is becoming very mm-hmm. popular, <laughs> which is why we started with Hall, because that's what yeah. Taxall is, just a bunch of CPAs and EAs all around the United States. We have them in all 50 states, right? And we bring them together via the, mm-hmm. the software. Um, and if you feel you have a need to do that with your own internal staff, then WorkLayer is... The product so
0: those larger enterprise type firms, as you described it, they're plugging into WorkLayer, they're helping route work throughout their firm, uh, depending on the needs, um, and, and but they're not necessarily plugging into that gig economy, those 2,000 tax professionals that are on tax file. But then you'll you'll have some other firms that perhaps are plugging into that gig economy.
1: Yeah. And we have firms that definitely do both. (laughs) Uh, The beauty about the gig economy is that it's this new, I mean, it's this this new supply. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Traditionally in the accounting space, we think of full-time workers, right? So the W-tours, the seasonal workers, right? So your independent contractors that will come in just for Mm -hmm. a busy season and then, you know, dip out, and then your outsourced workers, which will be uh, overseas. Right. right? Um, so those are the, tri- the three traditional uh, work pools that we've seen over the past yep. couple decades. Um, this decade, uh, we're really trying to push the gig economy because even with those three pools uh, and I've pitched to a lot of firms mm-hmm. <laughs> over the past two years, uh, up and down uh, in size, uh, everyone still has the same problem, mm-hmm. finding yep. the right talent and, and the right fit at the right time. So, um, when you put everyone on kind of like this uh, on this platform via the independent contractor model, via the the, yep. the gig, um, you know, uh, type of scheduling, which is on yep. demand, okay, uh, you're able to match those needs uh, with the supply, you know, as you know, as required, as needed. So as if there's a in.
0: firm out there, they're heading into tax season right now, you know, they're trying to find uh, maybe someone to help with some tax returns. They're having some difficulty. Um, they could just plug into your, uh, p- platform basically make a request for a type of service they need, and there'll be someone on the other end that will actually be able to deliver that service. Is that, that's the way it works then.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, there might be some, um, yeah. onboarding, uh, because we want to make sure that, you know, you're, ju- you're just not coming in through our customer portal, mm-hmm. sending a bunch of re- returns. That's not really meant uh, it's, you know, for, for, for volume. Um, so what we do is we create your own uh, yeah. workspace uh, on the platform. That's unique to your firm with its own number of, of good contractors. Uh, you know, all we need from you is a commitment of returns. Uh, we don't ask for any down payment, which is uh, mm-hmm. an industry first. And, uh, and then you're off to the races. Uh, you know, uh, we, we get some basic information, like what type of tax software mm-hmm. you're using um, larger firms ask for additional security protocols around the gig, uh, you know, network. So maybe they need to get government watch list checked or background checked uh, additionally or independence checked and all that stuff or on their VDIs. But, you know, for the 41,000 firms out there outside of the top one, uh, 1,000, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you're just looking to get your work done by competent yeah. pros, uh, securely and out of the box, our, our platform does that great, you know, um, the the margins that we see from this product as well are is pretty impressive because since this is the gig economy, you know most of yeah. our workers are small shops, um, you know people that or people that that have full time jobs that have a a lull mm-hmm. in their season that that log on just in time and that's the beauty of of the algorithm and and kind of load the load management that our platform does because when you do that. Uh, you know, you're able to drive some some really high efficiencies into your uh, engagement right. economics.
0: And you're spitting out a price up front, right? I think, you know, I'd spoken to someone on your team previously and they described a little bit how the platform worked. I was very, very impressed with that because it seemed like the future where, where, where things are kind of heading, being able to tap into pools of talent when you need it. Um, and... Um, Basically, what you're, what the firm is doing is it's making a request upfront for a type of service, and you're giving a price upfront as well. Is that, is that how it works?
1: That's correct. So, we'll, you know, have a a, a demo meeting, or a, we call it a scoping meeting, where we identify the type of work you need help with, and then. Uh, as you place your orders, it's just like Amazon, you know exactly how much you'll pay for it before it's done. You know, there is no scope creep or anything like that. This isn't negotiation. Every time mm-hmm. you get a new pro, like a marketplace uh, out there, you know, um, I'm a CPA myself. I, I worked at Coopers mm-hmm. for many years and I didn't really like doing the whole budget mm-hmm. to actual timesheet entry thing. I, I didn't think it yeah. made much sense. I thought, that you know these are deliverables just like anything you buy from amazon right. is a deliverable and sh- therefore there should be a price and we should know what the price is obviously in, in the professional service world there's a lot of nuance but uh, our software does a good job of capturing that nuance and spitting out a fixed price so that you know you give us a deadline um, obviously that determines price as well if you we need it done tomorrow well you, you know it's gonna have to look a little bit more mm-hmm. attractive to the gig network out there too. you know to get it done but let's say you need it done in four days mm-hmm. or something, uh, you just place a request out there, you know, you see exactly uh, what it'll be and and uh, someone will usually connects within 90 seconds to get it
0: done. Wow. And what impacts the price? Is it complexity of the work? Is it turnaround time? What sort of things impact the price? How are you determining this price and what impacts
1: it? So uh, definitely complexity and uh, turnaround time, right? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Within three days, that's kind of like the surge price or like the express pricing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, We bifurcate that into two. Uh, Next day, delivery, kind of like with shipping. And then um, uh, I guess we call it advanced Mm -hmm. uh, delivery, which is in which is two days from okay. data submission, right? Uh, that might not, you know, if the return is easy enough, yeah. that, that you know, the algorithm will pick up that that's not even required. So uh, this is usually like for, let's say, you know, business returns. Okay. So uh, those are the two main driving factors. You know, luckily for us, uh, we're signing up more and more pros every single day. Like the last 90 days we've signed up around 500 CPAs wow. uh, to the platform. Um, and we're at, yeah. So we were at 1,500 and now we got to 2000. Wow. Crazy. Within 90, 50, yeah. That's a hockey stick, right. That you yeah, hear in yeah, startups yeah. Uh, yeah. right all the time. Yeah. Um, so, uh, luckily for us, um, you know, there's not really going to be any like April surge pricing I need to file all of these extensions mm-hmm. or get all this stuff done and have these client deadlines maybe in March. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's it's pretty simple. You know, you just you, you call us up. Uh, you know, we we talk through, you know, how many returns, what type of returns uh, we could help you out with. Uh, within 24 hours, you have your workspace completely set up, and and then you're off to the races submitting jobs.
0: So it seems like there's a heavy emphasis on tax preparation work. Hmm. What about other services? Because um, I remember, yeah, is, are there any other services that you're providing on these platforms, and uh, that you know people could tap into that gig economy for?
1: Great question. So we're not limited, obviously, to the type of work that these people mm-hmm. could do because they're CPAs, like anyone else in the industry, doing anything from advisory to audit to tax, mm-hmm. right? Um, the reason why we don't have all of that catalog of services available is because we're still learning pricing and mm-hmm. and you know, I really want to move the industry away from variable billings and mm-hmm. stuff like that and pr- price per hour to fix cost. Mm-hmm. I feel that that's it drives so much more efficiency throughout the uh, within the firm in terms of margins and and also cost savings, believe it or not, to um, and transparency to the customer. so um, what, what we offer right now would be some bookkeeping. Um, We have some partners that do the month to month, but in terms of a cash up bookkeeping, we do a lot of that. Uh, We also do 1099 prep, uh, which is considered, you know, payroll service. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's also tax consultations, estimated payments, uh, calculations, you know, things of that nature, not hovering too far away from taxes. uh, But, uh, you know, we, this year have started to venture out, you know, beyond taxes. Uh, Do you
0: think there are certain services that are harder to Uberize certain services that are harder to deal with that gig economy? Um, do you think it lends itself better to tax preparation work or do you think it, you know, it could work equally well all the way through, through bookkeeping, advisory, audit, all that stuff?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, the devil's in the details here, and, and this is the nascency of bringing online the gig economy to this market, right? Um what we found is that, uh, you know, let's say audit, right? Let's take an extreme example, right? There's a ton of independence checks, right? So how, how are you going to make sure that someone that's available within 90 seconds is completely independent of the work you're going to be sending across, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you know how those checks, how long those checks take, right? So it's not like these are insurmountable problems. You know, I really feel that self-driving cars and that, you know, that type of software is a lot harder to yeah. to create than, than, than routing work, you know, in a compliant manner. Um, but you know, we're just not there yet. I think that, um, you know, what's going to drive, you know, the future of the, of the industry isn't so much how complex it'll be to get online, but you know, what is the right answer? And, and the right answer is, well, you you don't have a deliverable without the supply and the supply now is a staff force of millennials and Gen Zers, Mm -hmm. right. And they're driven by different things than, you know, baby boomers yep. or, or Gen Xers, you know, they're less monetary driven and mm-hmm. more kind of control of their life. Yep. And you can't do that without some powerful software, you know, routing the work and mm-hmm. allowing, you know, these people to, to work from wherever they want, whenever they want to. Yeah. Um, so that's the spirit behind it. And I feel if we keep on just plugging away at, at solving that problem, you know, the, the rest will, will fall in line.
0: I think that's really interesting, actually. And like even when I ran a firm, you know, it was full of millennials and Gen Z. And certainly what you're describing is what they're looking for, you know, more flexibility, more being able to do the work when they want to do it, that kind of thing. And and I think like we're ultimately heading in a direction where, you know, um, you you have a platform like yours that can kind of deliver that work when when it's required. So yeah. Um, you, you said that there's certain larger firms that are playing around with this, being able to route work uh, amongst themselves. Um, I don't know if this is something you're able to speak about or not, but, but so doing a Google search online, I was able to see that you know uh, WorkLayer was working with uh, PwC uh, where they were doing a pilot for their talent exchange. Um, were, are you able to speak at all on this? So um,
1: a little bit, I could talk about, uh, you know, a high level use case there. Um, it's, it's mainly within uh, the Australia practice and mm-hmm. uh, it was covered by the financial review over there in Australia a couple months ago. So, yeah, I, I can't speak to it. And, and uh, you know, they, they right now are using WorkLayer to kind of democratize uh, and objectively uh, route work within their, their firm, because, as you know, Australia is kind of spread out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's not like the partners that, 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 uh, that are in Sydney, you know, are getting like, let's say they walk outside mm-hmm. of their office and they mm-hmm. need something done by tomorrow. It's not like the staff are just sitting right, right out there. Right. So what they wanted yeah. to do is, uh, bring on work layer, um, uh, to be able to increase utilization. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, the only way to really do that. Uh, because as you know, working at a firm and running your own firm is, uh, you know, you block off time, but if the client's not ready with the docs and you have the staff scheduled to work on the client for that week, there's not much more you could do. You just have to sit there until they're ready. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so there's a ton of hours within the day that are unbillable and that doesn't necessarily mean someone's not assigned to a client. You know, it Mm -hmm. just means that they're not billable because the client's not ready or documents were incorrect or the list goes on and on. So. Uh, we, in, you know, worked with their team in conjunction with, you know, like their their uh, their innovators over there uh, to create this work rack, um, which the spirit of it was to increase utilization where partners and managers could log on to WorkLair, uh, place an order for a job and have it picked yeah. up anywhere within the country uh, and yeah. delivered, uh, you know, within a tight, tight timeline.
0: Hmm, very interesting. So, um, are you able to speak about the results of that, or or is that something? Um, if, so if we're getting uh, into confidential territory here. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I could say that it is, it's going really well, and we're looking to expand.
0: Okay. Awesome. Very cool. Um, so, what about what about ensuring consistency, though? Because I know, like, when I ran a firm, for instance, I wanted like the same person on the same file all the time. To make, I wanted some continuity, uh, right? So, how do you how do you ensure consistency of work and the quality of the work when you have that gig economy that you're tapping into?
1: So, um, there's actually a, a smart question uh, within the kind of list of questions you answer, and one of them will detect if you have uh, prior history on the platform and if you want to reconnect with the same pro, and if and if that pro is available, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, obviously we can't guarantee 90 second turnaround if you're trying to connect with someone that's no longer on the platform or that has reduced their hours. Right. Um, But if you can, you could try Uh, that's step Mm -hmm. one. Uh, Step two is that uh, we have some workflow and and work stream type tools built into the platform once the engagement's up and running. So uh, we have obviously a ton of data, you know, we're we're a software company. So there's a ton of data that we have um, to collect on how a certain 1040, for example, gets done or, you know, 1065, um, based off the questions that you've answered and, and and the prior year return, if there's any history there. And um, we spit out these kind of step-by-step guides, right? Step one, introduce yourself, simple as that, um, to, you know, step 20, which is, mm-hmm. you know, make sure that, uh, you know, let's say the PL balances if there's a Schedule C or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, okay. Um, so the software not only is finding the right match, calculating price up front and then presenting the, those opportunities to the gig economy. But once you're connected, it is standardizing and, and kind of guiding the job along the way to, to, uh, to the deadline date. Um, now when we work with our B2B clients, they're in control of that. They can customize those steps, however they want, because they, they, they've done these, these types of jobs a lot more than we have within their, uh, within their book of business. Right. Um, you know, for our consumer app, it's just based off kind of uh, rarely available, you know, kind of public data. Um, you know, hey, you have to file, you have to sign an 8879 in order to get consent on, on filing a 1040, you know, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. But um, yeah, that's, that's how we kind of help with the consistency. Now, um, they're humans at the end of the day, just like your employees are humans, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? If you want to go to a recruiting firm. Uh, and pay ten thousand dollars to search for a CPA. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Min- minimum. You know, <laughs> minimum, right? Yeah. It, it's it's pretty expensive for a CPA. And then who knows four months down the line whether that person was the right caller or not. You have to you know you know invest a lot of coaching time. Uh, we make it pretty easy to swap out pros, you know, kind of at will, and and find the right fit for you. And we have a department in house here uh, that specializes in that.
0: Mm-hmm. What about like quality of work? How do how are you ensuring quality of work? You know, when you hire somebody, obviously you're going through the recruitment process, you're doing the training yourself, you you have a little bit of control on, you know, the output, uh, output. but what about like when I'm making a request for work in your platform, how do I know what I'm going to be getting back? Like, how do I know the quality of the result? Am I able to like vet, you know, someone before they accept the work or... Yeah. You know, when I'm, when, 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 for instance, with Uber, I could see like the rating of the driver before, before they come pick me up. Like, what sort of things could I, could help ensure or help me get comfortable over the quality of the work that's coming back?
1: Yeah. So, right out of the gate, you'll know uh, the pros that we give access to the, the platform, uh, to, to your workspace, excuse me. Uh, you could interview them, you could background check them you can do whatever you want, you know, as you would with any seasonal worker. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so any assurances that you need, if, if, you know, you know, if you already have them in practice, because maybe, you know, you've leveraged seasonal workers in the past, uh, we can implement. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, let's say on top of that, what you can't get, you know, if you're just out there hiring people is, is that, is those tasks and milestones. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so you'll sit down with our team I uh, will identify a profile uh, of pro uh, to do the work for you um, because, you know, you're sending over, let's say 10 forties that have an M3 or something like that, a complex, right? So that kind of narrows down the pool. Okay. Um, there's not a lot of people that have, you know, M3 experience because obviously the, you know these are bigger clients. So uh, that narrows the pool immediately. And then from there you could, you know, Interview them if you wish. Mm-hmm. Uh, send them to a third party, uh, you know, vetter. Uh, we do do uh, background checks here, uh, right out of the gate, before anyone even becomes, uh, uh, you know, uh, a new pro on our platform. And we interview them uh, before they get access to uh, B2B accounts, as well as go through the resume and assign them their skill sets. Now, mm-hmm. that's a preliminary skill set that's reinforced then by their history on the platform. So if you want to require someone that has done a a thousand jobs on tax file, okay, fine. Uh, You could do that. You know, it might limit the amount of people (laughs) that you get access to, Uh, but that's, that's how we work through these issues. You know, it's, it's no different than, you know uh, the, the same issues that you're faced now staffing, but at a much faster pace.
0: So you mentioned you're collecting a lot of data. So firms are able to make specific requests um at the outset for what they're looking for and then using the data that you've been collecting you're able to kind of route the work or find the correct individual for that work is that correct
1: yes right okay. so uh it, it depends you know are you looking for someone with 10 years experience you know doing a certain type of form or are you looking for the best price available or for the fastest mm-hmm. turn it, mm-hmm. it really depends on the firm's need
0: mhm what are the main benefits you feel you're helping firms with right now? Like what, what are some of the the benefits these firms are seeing from using your platform?
1: Well, you can't send all your work overseas uh, because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of engagement letter restrictions, right? Uh, Some clients might not even let their data leave the United States. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, I would say most of our B2B clients, we set them up with VDIs um, and that provides a secure type of, operating environment on these people's laptops that's Mm -hmm. similar to any firm issue laptop. Okay. And uh, once we do that, and combined with the fact that they're putting their license on the line here within the United States, it kind of dries up the confidence that, okay, great. You know, this person can work on this job. Right. And, um, and the main differentiator there um, would be that, you know, they're coming with uh, uh, let's say a few years experience, you know, in, in the public sector, uh, to get this work done. Now, um, that doesn't come as with the past, as I alluded to with, with the exorbitant cost of hiring someone full-time, you know, there's no payroll tax. There's, you know, not really any benefits They, you know, you have to cover. There's none, right. Um, our fee is baked into the fee that you see, you know, so it's completely transparent as to what the all-in cost is. You know, a lot of times with these firms that have, um, multiple offices overhead and allocating that, you know, is somewhat of a, of the science <laughs> mm-hmm. you know so you, you know you have different cost structures you have you know what hits your whip and you have fully loaded cogs and you know there's a lot of different kpis with us simple <laughs> what you see per return is, is is what you pay
0: right so clarity on pricing helping uh on the you don't have to go through the recruitment process um, are there any other benefits that firms are seeing from using your platform
1: well, instant scalability, right? You don't have to fire clients or turn away clients mid-season, mm-hmm. right? which happens all the time, all the time, right? Yeah. Why not just take on that client and, and send that work to, to tax law? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can't find a reason against it. You know, yeah. uh, they have the ability to review the work, provide coaching notes back to the staff, you know, but but essentially it provides them with the, you know, the manpower needed to, to get the work done.
0: Are there any firms that aren't... Uh, appropriate for your platform or aren't well suited for your platform?
1: I would say, you know, the, the audit heavy firms uh that are looking to offload audit work. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're not quite there yet in terms of the independence checks, you know. Mm-hmm. We want a couple more years delving into um higher volume and more complex tax and bookkeeping work. Uh you know, the, the stuff that's more, you know, of a commodity, uh so to speak, right? Uh, the compliance stuff, you know, um, eventually, though, I, I would like to get into more of the advisory and, and as we get better with routing and assessing skill sets and, mm-hmm. and you know, and, and figuring out pricing for that stuff. I feel that it's just a matter of time, you know, before we do venture into you know, audit and advisory.
0: What about um, non U.S. based firms? I think they're still able to use your work layer platform to route work. But are they able to tap into your gig economy, those gig workers?
1: Yeah, great question. Well, if they're doing U.S. work, then definitely, mm, you know, uh, right? So there's a huge market opportunity there, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you're a firm in Germany. Yeah, good luck trying to get a U.S. Yeah. tax return done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and and reconciling that in either inner office billing or, or external office billing, right? Mm-hmm. So um, we're a perfect platform uh, kind of for that. That's, but it would have to be U.S. tax code, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's interesting because I know in Canada there's a lot of firms that, you know, have those U.S. tax requests. But I think there's a shortage of those kind of workers here, so that actually could be interesting. Mm, uh,
1: I love to speak to them. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that at the end of the uh, at the end of the show. We'll put uh, contact information for how people can get in touch if they're uh, interested in learning a little bit more. Um, in my uh, intro, I had mentioned something about uh, I included WorkLayer uh, in one of uh, one of my emails a few months ago. Um, one of my readers actually alerted me to WorkLayer and and, and and mentioned that I should look into them because it kind of looked like the Uber of accounting. And when I went on the website, the first thing I saw, so this quote's no longer there, so you have to let me know if this still holds true or not. But I found this quote very interesting, and I included it in my newsletter. It said, WorkLayer enables professional service firms to Uberize their workforce by cataloging their services and routing those services to either a gig economy or their employees. So is this phrase still true? Like, it's not there anymore. Is this phrase still hold true?
1: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's exactly what we do.
0: So, so when you're, so you're, when you, when I see the word cataloging services, what does Mm -hmm. that mean exactly?
1: Uh, So for example, if you want to send work overseas to your indie offices, Mm -hmm. right? uh, Well, what type of work can they do? Because I'm sure that they can't do all type of work. You know, you, you hired them and you trained them on a certain specific catalog or mm-hmm. or list of services. So what we would do is we will go on site, and we have a very friendly UX, and we'll create the questions needed to mm-hmm. assess you know the type of work that that they're trained to do.
0: That's kind of productizing the service. Then is that right?
1: Hmm. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Okay. Because I think a lot of firms have difficulty in thinking of their services as products, are you helping them? So you're helping them through that process to kind of productize or catalog their services? Is that something that's happening in the platform?
1: That's pretty interesting. Um, I see what well, productizing really means to me is if your clients are able to order, mm-hmm. right, on Work Layer 3, okay. which they definitely can. I mean, we have an app and they could get access to your workspace and do that. I just haven't seen any firms, you know, that bold to, to, to do that yet. You know um, I, th- I think it's just a matter of time before firms get comfortable kind of with these on-demand uh, platforms, you know, like EY engage and like work mm-hmm. And then it's just a matter of time before they realize that they could be, they could create their own little mini Amazon, you know uh, and service their clients better if they put it in front of them. Um, so I feel like that'll be the next step, you know, uh, and and then it would be a true you know, productizing yeah. of the services.
0: Okay. Yeah, for okay. sure. Cool. Um, are, you, are we starting to see trends now in terms of that gig economy, like more interest in this gig economy? Because you said you just brought on board like 500 CPAs in the, you know, in, in the, recently. Are, are you seeing like more of an uptick with like more and more workers wanting to be part of that and more and more firms wanting to kind of tap into this? Like where are you seeing the larger uptick? Is it from... The, the workers, the ones that the, the professionals, or is it the firms that want to tap into this?
1: Uh, the supply in this industry is always going to uh, be out in front of uh, the yeah. firms because the firms, you know, directors and managers, you know, God bless them, you know, but they're they're going to want to do the things that they've been doing the same way for the past ten years, mm-hmm. right? They don't really want another tech software implementation kind of shoved down their throats from their partners, right? So, um, you know, change management within the industry is very tough very mm-hmm. tough. Even if, even if it puts more money in everyone's pockets mm-hmm. and makes things easier, the initial investment, just to learn something or just to break away from, you know, your spreadsheets that have been so handy to you, your Excel sheets for your pivot tables for the past five years, you know, or 10 years or 20 years, whatever it may be. Um, it, you know, that's, that's a, that's a real concern, you know. Uh, but the forward thinking firms that get out in front of that, and say, I don't care, you know, about mm-hmm. what pivot tables you have. You know, we're in charge of this firm, and our job, you know, to to our partners and you know, and, and our you know fiduciary duty that we have here is to capture market market share, right? And this allows us to do that. Is hey, we're going to implement this, right? So, you know, I do see some firms like that, um, you know, and they're going to be early adopters, and, and they'll benefit from the additional supply, the instant supply, mm-hmm. and, and, and kind of like the additional uptick in margins. Uh, but the supply is going to drive it. You know, uh, th- these people over the past, you know, almost five years now, uh, some of our pros that have been on the platform since day one, have turned this into a full-time job. Mm. They they would actually take slightly less pay, um, you know, over a W-2, yeah. right? Um, if they could just have complete control and flexibility over their life, right? They work really hard for a few months. They could take off two months, and not report to anyone and go to Switzerland or something, you know? <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, go pick up their kids, you know, and, and have that flexibility. I feel that that's where the industry is, uh, heading because that's where the supply is heading. And then it's up to the firms to tap into that and the, and, and, you know, the firms that tap into it quicker will have an edge over the other.
0: Yeah. And I think we've seen that every step of the way. The firms are generally pretty slow to adopt. Like even when cloud accounting first hit. You know, there's a ton of firms that still haven't jumped on board with that, even, and that you know that's been around for almost a decade now. Um, so you're seeing a slower uptick in like you're seeing the change management aspect of things, and firms trying to kind of uh, break free from the the traditional nature of what they do. You're seeing that as one of one of the issues right now.
1: Yeah, for sure, as expected too. Okay, as expected. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, what about? Um, What's your view on, uh, I'm curious about uh, your view on uh, QuickBooks Live, because there, you know, when people talk about the gig economy and that Uberized type model, we see, you know, we hear about QuickBooks Live. What, what's your view on what they're doing?
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting and neat. It's kind of like assisted, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, I, I don't think Intuit is going to stray away too much from their do-it-yourself uh, type model, you know, the... There's a lot of uh, network effects that they get from Mint, QuickBooks and kind of TurboTax and, you know, the, the you know, the trilogy there of, mm-hmm. the, of their services. Um, you know, they're a software company first. I don't know how motivated they are to, to manage thousands and thousands of workers that are in charge of, you know, beginning to, to, to the end of, of, of a process, mm-hmm. right, which is why you kind of see this hybrid, mm-hmm. You know this. This you're gonna do it yourself, but you have someone there holding your hand, and that's great. You know, uh, those are gig workers. You know, I, I'm not sure how much they make. Uh, to be completely mm-hmm. honest with you, uh, per engagement, mm-hmm. uh, because you know they're not essentially doing it all themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, where we're here, it's like okay, well, you know, you, you hand over a, a complex 1065, right, and and you send over 15 of them. Mm-hmm. All right, well, there's a, there's a gig worker to do 15, and they're gonna make. You know, th- you know, a few thousand dollars on that, right? So, um, yeah, I-, I feel it's a good step. You know, we need more gig workers, and 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 they're helping kind of promote that, uh, which which helps us out, cool. right? It help- helps increase the awareness. Cool.
0: And you had a you had an interesting partnership that you announced um, pretty recently with Bench, so the online bookkeeping service oh. Bench, something called Bench Tax. I'm curious to hear like how that came about and what what that what's that about exactly? Maybe you can talk just a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, I love the guys over there at Bench. We've been working with them for about 3 years now. Um, they're actually Canada. Yeah, and they're based yeah. in Canada in Vancouver.
0: Yeah. I don't um, think they're supporting and- Canada though. I don't think they're servicing no, Canada. They-, they pulled out of Canada a few times, but uh but yeah, I think they're I think they're doing a, I think they have a pretty cool service on their hands. Um yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You were you were saying.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that Ian's a great yeah. guy over there. You should get him on the show yeah, if you haven't yeah. had him. Uh, Ian Crosby uh but um yeah we launched Bench tax and and as i mentioned earlier in the show there's a, a synergy there between business tax returns and uh and bookkeeping mm-hmm. right uh because and when you look at the product that they do which is month to month bookkeeping and the product that we do which is kind of like a just in time delivery you know gig economy um it's it's kind of like two pieces of the puzzle that that match perfectly because uh, our platform is good at getting deliverables done mm-hmm. right um, if you need someone to kind of be there month to month, you know, um, that's that's bench does that kind of yeah, better, yeah. you know on on the bookkeeping yeah. side. you know we're we're not there yet with the just in time work, right our Our platform is to get a batch of work done by a deadline, you know like a bunch, a batch of deliverables done by a deadline. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not really there, you know, because you know when when you start getting month to month now <laughs> they're basically become an employee yeah. <laughs> and they they also leverage some AI. On the cash on, on a cash uh, basis bookkeeping, uh, that that really helps streamline and and create some efficiencies in the process. So uh, it made perfect sense to kind of match uh, their product up with with us because at the end of the year, you know, after you deliver your books to a company, what do they have to do? They got to file their taxes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, you know, we've kind of integrated our platforms. We worked really hard on on synergizing uh, you know our teams together. And, and it's been great. It's, it's, it's taken off. It's been one of our most uh, successful partnerships. Very
0: like. cool. Very cool. Um, another thing I found online uh, was a 2018 CPA Practice Advisor article. <clears throat> it said, it, there was a quote there. I believe you were, you were quoted. said, our mission is not only to modernize consumer tax prep, but to bring the future of work to professional accounting firms around the world for tax professionals tax file and work layer offers the chance to set flexible work hours and adjust workload as needed while earning uh, wages comparable to those paid by the leading accounting firms so the first first line there is our mission is to not is to basically modernize consumer tax prep is this you mentioned earlier in the episode that you uh, you came from public practice right
1: correct yeah is, is this like
0: coming directly from your experience from seeing how um, accounting firms operate and and seeing that they might be acting in an uh, archaic type fashion. Like, is this? Are you leaning directly on your personal experience in public practice when you say this?
1: Well, yeah, you know, I would like to say I built the platform for myself. Mm-hmm. That if layer and tax file were available while I was at PwC, I'll still be yeah. there. You know, um, you know, all I wanted to do was make an extra thirty thousand on the side <laughs> or something like that that I could do you know, and uh, throughout the year by picking up work on the weekends, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's, that's all, honestly, I would need and and live perfectly happy uh, with a, with a comfortable uh, Mm salary, right? Um, But obviously that opportunity wasn't available. I had to build the platform (laughs) myself. That's how it came about. Um, (laughs) That's how it came about. Exactly. Exactly. And, 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 and five years into it, I could say that we're seeing that trend, you know, we're seeing people. Uh, get access to big firm type jobs and are getting paid you know mm-hmm. uh, a nice amount you know so if you have the skills and the talent to do big firm type complex returns you'll get compensated mm-hmm. for and you could do it from the comfort of your own home and no one's going to tell you when to pick up work and when not mm-hmm. and,
0: and back to that back to that quote where it said you're looking to not only modernize consumer tax prep but like, what is it that is not acting? What is it about tax prep right now that's, like, old school? You know, what what is it? What are you seeing that's not modern right now in, in how firms are delivering these services? Are you seeing a lot of issues there?
1: Yeah. Um, I think it all starts at the, the you know, the, the engagement letter and hourly billings. You know, this whole thing of engagement economics and, you know um and 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 billing per hour and and hitting and and creating whips and 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 a manager's time just just being flooded Mm -hmm. with this these administrative tasks is, is pretty inefficient and archaic you know these firms really need to kind of bifurcate themselves into two groups of people one who's who's generating revenue right who's and, and let's go out there and let's capture high revenue generating activities, you know, like more advisory jobs, you know, we're really putting our license out there and proving the value of the CPA mm-hmm. license, right? Uh, because we're not just, you know, cogs in the wheel or, 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 you know, people that are just plugging in numbers, you know, we're, 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 we're bringing our own uh, professional talent to the table. And, and these firms, if, if, you know, they have a, a workforce that they like, that they feel is really talented. Why not ha- send them out there into the field representing the firm more, right? That's as, as opposed to just sitting behind, uh, you know, the screen and, and plugging away. Now there's a, the, the gig economy, the workforce. Yeah. They're, they're, they're sitting behind the screen and they're plugging away, but they're doing it at their yeah. own time. Right. They have complete life yeah. control. Right. So that's what I meant by modernizing right now they're, they're coupled together and it doesn't really reconcile that well because, you're forcing someone to go into the office to work with a team, you know, that's really talented, but you're not showcasing that talent because mm. they're at the, you know, they're in this high rise. That's, that's super expensive, you know, tons of overhead, right. To operate. And they could easily be doing that yeah. from their home. Yeah. Right. So, and it's one or the other, right. You want your specialists to, to go out there, you know, your sales specialists to go out there and make the sale, right. You want your specialists that, that, that know the tax code well to, to be, Preparing, mm-hmm. reviewing.
0: Mm-hmm. Is there anything you miss from public practice,
1: Ricky? Um, I miss the stability okay. of it. You know, I, I was not ready for yeah. for startup life. You know, uh, constantly fundraising yeah. uh, could take a toll. But it's uh, it's been it's been great. We when, when do I write my book, uh, all these things will come out, and it's uh, you know you you know when you first start off, you, you know you read uh, Peter okay. Thiel and Elon Musk and all these stuff, and you're like, oh well maybe mine won't be different. Yeah. You're like, no, nope, it's the same. <laughs> if you're onto something good, yeah. it's going to be hard You know, uh, life, life makes you pay your, your yeah. Annie, you know, uh, through pain before you reap the rewards. And, uh, you know, you know, now we're, you know, a team of, I think 48, you know, but once upon a time we were a team of just mm-hmm. three in, in a room, uh, trying to figure this all out and, and, and get people to, to subscribe to the dream. So, uh, yeah, you know, public accounting is great. And, you know, if, if, you know, you want something you know, uh, nice and stable. Uh, also, there's a name behind it, right? So, PwC, from my experience, gave me yeah. access to billion-dollar companies, right? That they'll never file their taxes on mm-hmm. on tax file, right? Uh, which was really cool. So, I, I would say I miss those those two aspects.
0: Now. Cool. So, Ricky, we're just coming up on time here. Um, For everybody that's listening that might be interested in learning a little bit more about WorkLayer and how they might be able to route work if they're a larger firm or a mid-sized firm, if they're looking to tap into, you know, gig economy, uh, you you know, your gig economy, um, how can they get in touch with WorkLayer and how could they learn more?
1: Yeah, so they could go uh, to taxval.com, and under the uh, filing tag, it's a uh, tax preparation outsourcing, you can just click on that and request a demo. Um, so there's a, a, a tab that says onshore. So taxall.com slash onshore uh, would be the best way if you're interested in accessing the gig economy. Uh, if you're interested in, uh, you know, modernizing the work writing within your firm, worklayer.com and you can request a demo there and our team will be in touch and, and we can walk you through it.
0: Fantastic. Well, thanks a lot, Ricky, for joining uh, the Future Firm Accounting Podcast. Uh, it's been uh, great uh, learning about WorkLayer and TaxFile, and thank you very much.